Hey, what's up, you guys? Um, I was just inspired, um, and I I just wanted to share this with some people. Uh, before I do that, <clears throat> I want to shout out my boy Carson again. Hope everything's going well. I see you traveling. Um, I know after you grad after well, I don't know if after you graduated, but I know. Um, fuck, did you graduate? I don't know if you graduated with Jared or I forget which grade, which class you're in. Anyway, um, <clears throat> anyway, at um. No, he just graduated. He graduated with Jacob. All right, so last this year when he when he graduated, me and him took a picture, and it was a screensaver. I don't know if it has been since or if he just did it. Uh, Kenzie's brother, Jacob, my other guy, my man's, um, sent me a picture of it, and I, I, it warmed my heart because anytime I do anything, I want to be a positive role model. I want to affect people in a good way. I don't want to come there and be like, man, John was here, and he fucked up the vibe or some shit like that, so... Even if it was just the, the screensaver for the night, I appreciate being thought of or, or even discussed or even being relevant for that that time period. You know, um, I always want to to leave an air of positivity there wherever I step. I know I don't always do that. I'm human, just like everybody else. But I appreciate that, man. And, and that meant more than, you know. Um, but I was sitting there watching uh, High School Musical, of course, with my daughter. She loves it. And uh, we're having a good time. We're having a good weekend. And I was sitting there thinking um how much i hate this this movie uh <laughs> and so i'm on uh instagram just kind of killing time my daughter's right here you know that that's the whole point is just spending time together we don't have to be running the world or running nonstop, but just us you know hanging out is good enough for me and while we were there i uh saw this tiktok uh that was posted on instagram shared on instagram and so like there was this guy i think his name is travis or tavar or something he was on a show called are you the one now, people that are usually on these reality TV shows have some sort of clout. Uh, I know back in the day, maybe you just kind of uh, cast for it. But now, you know, you can kind of handpick Instagram models, uh, influencers, people who do certain things and and have them on there. So they already have some sort of a following. But this one guy, I don't know if he did before, but he said um, his parents kicked him out when he was um, when he dropped out of college. Um, uh, upon doing that, he got on the show called Are You The One, which I watched that season. I think that was the first season that I watched of him. And, um, yeah, he did that. And he went from that to um, winning the show. I think he won $50,000. He went and got an apartment in downtown L.A. so he could do anything but work a 9-to-5. COVID happened. Oh, wait, no, no. Then he got a modeling deal with Nike and other stuff like that. COVID happened. Then he got a job at Verizon Wireless. Then he found a guy who was an engineer. And then he ended up doing his music because he's a singer, uh, a songwriter. And he ended up uh, getting a record deal where he has control of his master's, uh, creative control, and got his master's, which is like, um, I think, his ability to make money off of it uh, for streams and stuff like that. Not like these poisonous 360 deals that they used to do and, and still do for some people. Um then he wrote an album, one song went gold, one song went platinum, and he's just doing his thing. And one thing that it made me think of was um, how he went out there and did something, right? So just in a world where a lot of things seem like chance, a lot of things seem like, okay, well, you're born in the right family, or it, it's not really that. And it's just kind of crazy how it really we really live in a matrix of sorts. We live in a matrix uh, dictated by a system. We live in a matrix dictated by our own thoughts and behaviors and you can break out of it. And I'm realizing that a lot of things are choice. I mean, I've realized it for a long time, 
but I'm just saying this and it inspired me to write an episode to make an episode because um that is true. He wasn't just sitting around watching life go by. He went out there, he got on a TV show. He said college wasn't for him, got on a TV show, and he fucking he, he I'm I'm watching his TikTok. I I don't know a lot of his songs. I haven't heard songs on the radio. I don't listen to the radio, but I haven't heard other people bumping his shit. But like he has a fan base, and I remember not too long ago, maybe a week or two ago, he was in um Belgium or some somewhere and he was performing in front of a full audience. It wasn't just an obscure set in a fucking coffee shop. It was he's it's a festival or, or it's a concert where he's the headliner. And to to take control and to take risks like that, you can always drop out of college and go back. You know, if you're especially if you're there on a scholarship, especially if you're there on financial aid, you know, if you as long as you didn't take out student loans and shit, you can stop. But he dropped out, and, and dropping out is a strong word, but he stopped going. And um, he tried something, and it worked out, and then it fell, fell through, then it worked out, then it worked out. You know, the whole point of this one is not to sit here and just rant and rave, but it's just to tell you that if you decide to um, take some sort of initiative responsibility and accountability for your life you'll see things change but if you just get high and get fucked up all the time and work at a, at a shithole and for years next thing you know you're 30 and you're like well fuck my life sucks and it's no wonder that there's a whole lot of people depressed because they haven't done anything with their lives um it doesn't have to pass you by and I know that there's a lot of things that are really confusing. There's a lot of changes in the world. There's a lot of things that are scary. You have a lot of things that your parents or maybe somebody who watched over you wanted for you and from you. Um, there's a lot of things that your friends see you see you doing and expect you to do. But you just got to realize, man, that this is your own life. And one day you might be 22, you might be 19, you might be 23. Or, but one day when you when you hit an age, you're going to have a moment of clarification. Maybe Maybe you're hungover. And you're like, what the fuck am I doing in my life? You have these crazy thoughts because of the stress response from your brain from not having alcohol or the alcohol leaving your system and you're withdrawing. You're not addicted to it, but it's just that's the effects that it has. And so when you um, are going through that, it's a lot and it's a lot on your system. And you're just like, dude, I don't like the way this feels. I don't like the way I'm thinking. What? And, and then you have that time because you don't have any energy to do anything. Your head hurts. You feel like shit. And you're just like, man, what the fuck? I've been there multiple times, man. But I've also tried different things. You know, I've tried the wrong way. I've tried the right way, the traditional way. And now I'm trying something else now. You know, um, one of the things that's really cool is my little brother, he taught himself how to play the guitar years ago. Years ago. I'm talking like, like 15 years ago. Uh, he's always been musically inclined. In high school, he played the upright bass. He played the bass guitar, and he plays the electric guitar very well. And now he's gonna—he's probably gonna be um, uh, playing in a live studio session for a group uh, at, at, at Atlantic Records. That's fucking huge. He's not had the best four years with the military, and now he's doing that. And this came because um, my little brother, our little brother Isaiah, my dad's uh, youngest—I think it's his youngest. Um, was getting his hair cut and he was just there at the barbershop. So right place, right time with skills honed, you know, that he could have said, man, I don't feel good. I don't want to go and slept. And my dad said something later, or maybe, maybe the conversation wouldn't have been overheard. 
and he said, "Hey, I'm a fucking, I'm a fucking, I play the guitar, I play the bass, I have knowledge on this." So that took you that that was 15 years in the making. A lot of people hear good news and they're like, "Man, you know, um, it, it sucks, man. I'm 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 working this shit job. I'm trying different things and blah blah blah." And really, they're not. They're just complaining. Yes, you're working, and yes, you want things for yourself. But what have you done? What skills have you honed? You know, I'm I don't have a big following. I don't have I don't have a a huge platform, but you know what? I've been doing this two year over two years now. Maybe this might amount to something. Maybe it won't. Maybe this is just a great place for me to get my thoughts out and inspire some people I know. And you know what? If if that's all I got and somebody else did something great because of it, then I think it served its purpose. Um, and it also helped me get it off my chest, get my thoughts out there, and kind of it's therapeutic for me as well. But you know what? It might amount to something. And it's been two years of learning, of trying new things, of saying things, of get, just getting content out there um, and just trying something. I also I, I tried the thing where you just try to work. I remember being younger and just trying to work and trying to do this and and thinking school wasn't it, then going to community college and then fucking community college off, then going to university, then finishing it, then going to graduate school and saying how that's bullshit and you know, how certain fields, the college is only good for, for really advanced degrees, engineering, uh, science, technology, engineering, math, um, stuff like that, Real things that really pay off, tech. Um, and now I'm going the software engineering route. And, you know, with the whole thing, hearing this yesterday from my little brother makes me want to do music again. I've also done music. I forgot to mention that. I've done music. I've, I've done shows. I've, I don't want to say I toured. I guess I didn't tour. But... Um, you know, I did the best I could with what I had at the time, and, and I really went hard. And you know what? It didn't work out. I remember playing two shows in one week for famous people uh, in Algonquin and LaSalle, Illinois, though in places I didn't feel really comfortable. But you know what? We did it, and we showed up, and we were there, and, and we did that. And so it was really, really um, good to have that experience, and, and I know how to make music, so I could still get back in there. And, that, you know, this could be a good connection that might get me where I want it to be, but still, even if I did music and it took off and, you know, all the shit I talk about music nowadays is justified, that was still 10 years in the making because I had shows where nobody showed up. I, I performed on the radio. I performed for somebody who was famous. I did shows where I fucked up and got and messed the lyrics up. I did shows where I was too drunk to remember the lyrics. I did shows where there was fights and I did shows where we were, people threw underwear on stage and and, you know, I, I did shows that mattered. I did shows that had some sort of impression on life and gave me the experience that I would need if I wanted to move forward. But still, that's that's in the making. So if you want anything in life, what I saw from that is that you have to do something about it. And it's really obvious. Yeah. And it's really like, OK, well, yeah, I know I need to fucking do something. But like what? You, you have to keep trying things. And there's some things that you have to cut out. One party is the least amount as possible it's not realistic to tell somebody who's 19 20 21 even 20 20 19 through 25 18 through 25 to like not go party that's not realistic because first off this is unless you come from a good family like my girl and her family she comes from a good family where you kind of had some freedom to live life so they've been able to go out and do stuff and not feel constrained by a you know, I need you here at this time. It's like, hey, if you stay out all night, you have to get up for school. So you don't have a choice. You're going to be exhausted at school. But um, and they all did good. They all played sports. They all graduated and they all had fun. But most people don't get to do that. I didn't get to do that necessarily. I had my times here and there, but like it wasn't like other people. So 
for most people, it's going to be hard telling them not to go out and party and not to go out and live their life. But man, if you just just play with things and, and party every now and then, party once a month, twice a month, party, you know, that even that's not realistic because if you don't have any kids, you don't have any responsibility, you don't have any real bills, why not go out and hang out and do this and do that and do this and, you know, it's hard not to, but start to play with different ideas of just things that you want to do. You may want to get into media. You may want to be a director right now. Start directing films and and find people in town. My boy Chase, he lives in Champaign. Hit me up. I'll give you his, his, his address. I'll give you his contact info. And, and he does short films and stuff. See what it's like to act. See what it's like to get rejected. Feel the pain of not do, having your best performance. Feel the pain of other people not wanting to, to watch what you've been in or, or not be as interested as, as you are in what they have going on. You there, There's life experiences that need to happen so that you know where you actually want to be in life. And I remember I wanted to be not a teacher. I remember a long time ago I wanted to be a historian. And then I realized I don't make no money. So, yeah, you can teach and that's cool. But after doing groups and, and mental health facilities, you realize that a lot of people – don't want to learn and you know you might go to college but like they they don't want to learn they they go there because they have to they take this class because it's required they and then you see people sleep in your class like is that satisfying to you do i really want to teach no i don't want to teach so that's off that's out the window this is how you start to see what you want to do with yourself and it took me a long time to know that but even though i'm a little older now i'm not only in in good shape in in the getting in better shape but like I'll be in the best shape of my life. And that best shape of your life is whenever you start being active and doing stuff. I've been working out for the last 14 years. So like my body's in good shape. Started when I was 18. And so I'm not, my health is good. I don't have periods where, I mean, during the winter in Illinois, I would, I would gain a little bit of weight, but like here I live in Florida. So I work out all the fucking time. I'm always in good shape. I don't wear a size 36 anymore. I wear a size 32. You know what I mean? 34 sometimes, depending upon the the fit. But that's that's neither here nor there. Uh, <laughs> but just you, you have to play around with certain ideas. If you want to do music, my boy Alex, me and him did music. He ended up realizing that it wasn't for him. He just he had this idea in his head. He tried it out. He performed with me. He was there. We spent a good year in the studio. You know what, man? That year, it wasn't wasted. He didn't waste a year doing music. Even though his girlfriend thought, which was a good friend of mine, thought it was stupid. She was like, Alex, you, you're not going to you're not gonna be a rapper. But he did. And he, he, he rapped. He learned how to rap. We taught him. He had experiences in the studio. He would be in the studio all day, every day. He would not get any sleep, go work a job he hated, come back, get in the studio, wait for me to get off work. And we we get some shit out or even just hang out and just have this these times. He was with me when I did the um, and I have a horrible picture of the line. I radio. I look fucking fat and stupid. It was just a terrible angle of me. My hair looked like shit. But, um, you know, we did a live studio. Uh, it was live on the air and for the U of I and we did it. And I remember like we went out and got beers after and it was an experience that really enriched his life. And he could say that he did this and whether or not he picks music back up. It doesn't matter. He did it at one point and he's officially a musician and he knows what it takes. He knows what it's like. So th that's the thing you have to do. Play with these ideas, you know, it, it, play with it. And you'll start to see how you become somebody that you've always imagined, never thought you would be. And, and then you just realize that you have control over your life. It doesn't have to be a shit existence. It doesn't have to be a depressing small town existence. You can 
man, when you don't have kids and responsibility, you don't know how much power you have. And then even the fact that I have kids and responsibility and, and me and Kenzie have one on the way, there's still so much wiggle room. We still are doing and can do and will do so much. Everything is on the internet for free. If you want to be a musician, go buy the guitar and get on YouTube right now and you can learn everything that you need to learn. Um, you don't Gone are the days of you having to go to class to learn anything or having to, to go to some some obscure shop that, that's wore down that sells shit for you to learn. Like Guitar Center. I guess it's not worn down. But I'm just saying like Champagne. I remember there was a place downtown that's there was always a pair of drums in the or a drum set in the window and shit like that. I'm sorry, I'm a, like the way I'm talking, I'm excited because it reminds me of how much potential there is and how young we all are. And even I was thinking about like uh, a friend of mine possibly having cancer. She's 40. And I was just like, man, if she does and, it, and you know, it, she ends up dying from that, 40 is young. 50 is young. You hear about people dying at 55 or something. I'm like, fuck, man, that's young. You don't realize how much time you have. And I don't know. If it's just a thing when you're 18, 19, 20, for me, it was 30. But, like, that's ultra young. And it's way better than my 20s because my 20s were a fucking shit show. Not only was it a shit show of drugs, alcohol, bad decisions, bad women, and just dark times. That was the times where I made all, like, you really make all your mistakes in your 20s. And if you carry them into your 30s, that's your fault. But when you're 20... When you're in your teens, you're, you're learning about life, man. And life is showing you things from love to jobs to to your friends. And just just you're going to learn everything. But I don't miss my 20s. I mean, I miss like I had fun times and shit like that. But like I don't miss being broke and sad and shit. Fuck all that. I like where I'm at now. I look better than ever. My mind is better than ever. I'm healthier than ever. I'm more conscious of where I want to go in my life. I'm more content in what I'm doing and I found fulfillment and meaning in certain things. And now I know what I want to do. It's just getting there and it's the journey on the way there. So this was only supposed to be six, seven minutes so I can get this off my chest, but it went. And so let me just go ahead and end by saying, man, the parties are going to be there, man. And the girls are going to be there. And it's really, really difficult to hear that because it doesn't seem like it will be. It always seems like, man, we always have FOMO for whatever reason. Try to identify why that is and get that out your system because the parties will be there. There's a party going on every day somewhere. And there's definitely a party going on every weekend. It's it's not it's not a dying industry. People need to blow off steam. People want to be around other people. And people want to socialize. It's going to be there. Um, the alcohol. Remember, that's it's just not good for your brain. It's not good for you. It's not good for your brain. Um, have some fun. You're going to get drunk. You're going to do it anyway. Stay away from hard drugs. It's not worth it. Keep your mental faculties, especially as a young man. Your brain doesn't even develop to 25. And some are arguing like, well, 24, 25, 26. You know, you're going to do it anyway. Some people are going to do X and shit like that. But then realize like, man, they're, they're pressing everything with fentanyl. So is it even worth it anymore? No, it's not. It's just it's just not. And you know what? These times where we go out and get drunk and hungover, and this is really why I'm against alcohol. Not because you can become an alcoholic. That's really kind of a choice. Um, and that has to do from a lot of like, um, trauma and stuff that you're avoiding. You know, people don't drink like that unless they're avoiding something. Um, thankfully, I've been able to deal with my shit for the most part. So getting drunk is just like for fun and 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 stuff like that. And I remember I couldn't. It used to not be able to be social, and I'm trying to hide from something. And then when I addressed that, man, I didn't have to drink as much anymore because I knew who I was. Um, see, man, I, I rambled away from my point. 
Anyway, I, oh, yeah, so I was just saying that because if you get fucked up one night, you stay up way too late, and you ruin your next day, that's a day you never get back. Also, keep that in mind that you don't get any of this time back. So just make it count. Even if you do go out and party, I'm not saying get fucked up. That's how you make it count. But make that night count. Make it something that you remember. If it's a waste of time, then it's a waste of time, dude. Time is money. And as you get around people of higher and higher status, their time is very valuable, and they don't believe in fucking it off. So when they're with their family, they're with their family. When I'm with my daughter, I'm with my daughter. I'm with my girl. I'm with my future do- uh, uh, daughter or son. And, um, you know, just keep all those things in mind because this is your movie. This is your life. And it has to, do you want it to be where you worked at, at Walgreens your whole life? Or you worked a job you hated your whole life? Or you didn't make the money you wanted your whole life? Or you just you didn't try anything else because after work you were tired and oh, I'd rather take a nap. And really you're tired because your, your thinking brings you to a lower vibration. You have low self-esteem, which keeps you tired because all of these things are exhausting to go through. Um, your job takes it off from you and you make a choice instead of just going through it and getting through it. You know, when I, when I was getting my master's degree, that was a almost two years of having to do shit I didn't want to do. And then to get it in and not pay off the way it should. But then again, did it? Because it got me, even though I don't like my job or even though I don't like the field anymore and I'm getting away from it, I wouldn't be in the spot that I'm in unless I had the master's degree because they don't pay that well in Florida unless you have some sort of skill or something. So it worked out for what it worked out for. And what it worked out for was to get me where I wanted to be, which is not there anymore. So then realize some of the things that you do that maybe disappoint you is just a stepping stone. And it's all there. Also, just keep in mind that your friends, not everybody's your friend, man. Some people are just party goers. I had this guy named Tom who me and him were were supposedly boys. We partied together all the time. And I've talked about it multiple times before. But I realized that when me and him uh, were sober, he acted funny. He acted like he almost kind of seemed like a stranger. Like we didn't really know each other as well as we did. But last night when we were drunk, John, you know, now he's being himself. Then came a time where somebody stole something from him and he thought it was me because I have a past, you know, being in the streets, trying to be a gangster and shit. So it had to be John, which it wasn't, even though I offered up my own money, even though I didn't fucking take it. So I realized then that, man, everybody who and and then I heard that somebody else was was in his ear that was supposedly a friend of mine saying, well, you know, John's the only one. That's the only one that makes sense. You know, nobody else would take it. And we were supposed to be boys. And when I came around, I he was in my face like, man, I miss you, man. You're the best and blah, blah, blah. All these good things, man. People will, everybody ain't your friend. Show me a man with 25 best friends and I'll show you a fucking liar. I'll show you somebody who has 25 people that will stab him in the back. Show me a man with one friend and that's a man that's honest. Because you can't appeal everybody. You can know a lot of people and that's fine. But everybody is not your friend and everybody's not worthy of your time. And that's really important, especially as a man, that these people, some somebody, man, your, your best friend may be jealous of you. Your best friend may... Be plotting your, your, not your actual best friend, you know, your best friend. I'm just saying somebody who wants to get close to you, man. Keep your friends close, your enemies closer, all these sayings. You know, I've been in a lot of situations where you think that people are there for you and they're really not, or you really just serve a purpose. And really, maybe you both are just miserable and misery loves company. You know, the closer I get to truth, the, the little, the, the smaller my circle gets. The, the more I, I I free my mind of, of ignorance and bullshit, the smaller my circle gets because a lot of people don't want to understand and um, they won't understand you. 
So as long as you're operating in a base of reality, as long as you're telling the truth, as long as you're moving towards the things that you want to do, dude, there's going to be a lot of people that don't agree with you. And there's going to be a lot of people that, that, that want to justify their negative thoughts of you. They want to see you lose. So you could say, oh, well, I knew that was bullshit to justify their lack of meaning that they have in their life. But don't forget it's your movie.